why do you think we're seeing an uptick in crime happening right now? This reminds me of back in the day when I was on LAPD, when officers' feelings were hurt and uh, they had the term blue flu. And so officers now we see across these 18,000 police departments are butthurt. How can citizens be educated to question propaganda and think critically? We all need to eat a healthy, balanced media diet. That's why I pay for the Washington Post and the LA Times, right? I want to hear the California perspective. I also want to know what's happening in Washington. Well, you were wrong, Google and Facebook. Right. We don't know. The reason why we want you is because we're checking on this shit. He said, we want to ensure the first thing users see is information from the CDC, the WHO. That's who I'm checking on. Um, Republicans in state legislatures are saying, if you, uh, essentially, um, and critics would say, that if, you don't li- if we don't like the way that, we, that you voted, we will take away your vote. Once again, I beseech those of you on the United Spaceship Argo to fire up the wave motion gun and destroy this wretched planet. Put us out of our misery. We have hit rock bottom for idiocy in this country, in this world. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. I've stumbled onto a radio show today. Not a radio show, radio channel. Somewhere near, like down near the NPR stuff. And I was so delighted because they were seeing a version of Let It Go from Frozen. There wasn't in English. I didn't know what it was at all, but it was Let It Go, Let It Go, but not in English. But it was so beautifully sung. And I thought, wow, this is really cool. And then they played, uh, oh, and I found out it was Hebrew at the end. Yeah. I thought this was cool. This is so interesting, the way the song was sung. It was sung beautifully. And then they played this Hebrew song. And it reminded me, it was a very, very kind of driving, um, driving aggressive rhythm. And it reminded me of the Serbian music, the folk music uh. that we hear. When we are, when the kids or you even else, you know, whoever does Serbian folk dancing. Mm-hmm. And I liked it very much and I was very interested and I thought, wow, that's great. And then, do you, have you heard of UU, the religion? Like Unitarian Universal? I guess that's what it is. Yeah. So after that, I guess they switched religions and they played this sermon. Okay. From UU. And it was a hundred million woke words in a row. And it was psychotic, and my God, there were systems, and there were spaces, and there was being seen and being heard, and there was, um, and uh, there was doing the work and putting the work in, and there was equity, and there was, it was all they they wouldn't stop. They just simply wouldn't stop. There was diversity, 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 and then there was inclusion, and then there was inequities, and and. Uh, equality of outcomes and there was also I thought my god you people don't even you're not you've actually invented a new language now this isn't even like when we go to to the Serbian church when the guy is speaking in Serbian or Latin Mm -hmm. which one is it Serbian and or Slavonic yes Um, when I don't understand them I didn't understand these people these are native English speakers just speaking in complete wokeism no I've been you know, dallying in woke uh, culture here for a couple of years. So I can pick up some of the language, mm-hmm. a little of it. I can understand it. I, you know, I can speak a little bit, a little bit to get by. You know, I can get a taxi and uh, go to uh, La Plage, uh, you know, if I can find La Guerre. But I, I don't live it and breathe it like the true believers. But 
So so it, it was just it was disheartening. I was like, man, this sucks now. Went from this great music to now this crazy cultist uh just waterfall of propaganda and it was systems 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 and we really need to look at the core systems and how their original corruption and instruction was to leave people's out into and to see that the work we're going to have to do because the country was constructed in a way that was meant to exclude and the work that we're mm-hmm. going to have to and it just sucked 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 sounds like a fun church it was ridiculous. And now, and this is not even my problem now. My problem is not, you, you probably don't know this, but I've been delving into the French Revolution recently. I've heard. My problem is not with the intellectuals, that the, that the opposition is, are intellectu- intellectuals who are proffering a, an alternative system that threatens me. My problem is, is that the opposition is idiotic and insane. And they're mm-hmm. offering no alternative. They're simply offering a. a they're offering to accept um, my my conversion to their belief system, and that's it. That's it. Well, right. I mean, when that's your type of ideology, though, then you have to have forced conversion because no one would convert like based on the merits of the argument, which is why they have to like have cancel culture and attack people and threaten them with being fired and stuff. And it doesn't even... Right, it doesn't because even, if you can just convince people on the merits, then you don't have to like cause a big scene about your pronouns because we'll all just believe you. But if you haven't right. made your case, then you just have to yell at everybody and tell them they're going to be fired and their life ruined unless they call you what you want to be called. It's so dumb. From soup to nuts. I told you that I... Or maybe I didn't. You know, I... I um. So there's this woman, we talked about this a little bit. There's this woman in New Haven and a, a principal in New Haven, mm-hmm. Robley. We talked about this. She was made to go to uh, white retraining, your whiteness is bad, woke training, where they talked about her whiteness and her this and that, her whiteness and this and that, what that meant about mm-hmm. her and this and that. And she left the thing in it in a rage and went into the ca- cafeteria with two other teachers and said, can I be honest with you guys, something speaking confidence? This, I felt like the victim. I felt like somebody were all over me. What if I, in another thing, said, use the N-word? How would that feel? Anyway, she used the N-word when she said it, so now she's gone. She's been fired. Right. She's, she's been executed. And one of the people calling for her head was a reverend over there, a local mm-hmm. reverend. And so he said, I want results. I want to see her gone. She's got this, this, that, and her racism. So I had this guy on the air, reverend. It took him a few days to get back to him. Had him on the air. This guy's been studying this stuff for years. He's a... Reverend Doctor, blah blah. I had him on there, Alice, and the racism that's been happening over the past four years since since uh, Donald Trump has come in whiteness is a th- what has happened to whiteness is is absolutely a thing. And I got to tell you, Alice, mm-hmm. this guy leads a flock of many people to go to whatever. I have never had such an easy time debating somebody. I could have played his part better than him. I knew what was coming when I talked to him. It was so interesting. He has so rarely ever had to defend any of this wackiness that he's talking about. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit different because he's got a different hustle going. Uh, or an ancillary hustle, but a different hustle. But he, I, everything... Well, I, I would challenge calling Jesus a hustle. Just 
No, that's not. Throwing it out there? I was not calling okay. Jesus a hustle. Alice. Okay, well, he's a pastor. That's right. his main gig. Oh, oh, well, uh, nominally, that's his main gig. Well, I'm just saying I wouldn't call that a hustle. And that's not what I'm saying. Okay. Else. It, it, much like uh, Al Sharpton is a pastor. Okay. Okay, but he, is, does Al Sharpton have a home congregation or something? Because I think this guy is like a pastor of a church where he he is a pastor okay. of a church. Are you are you going to defend him anymore, Alice? Can I you, liked whatever? him. I'm sorry. I liked him too. <laughs> okay. But it's like there's no but there's I guarantee you there's no strong defender. Of the ideology. I don't think you don't. Ibram X. Kendi, we heard him when somebody asked him a question that wasn't hard about what's racism. Racism is racist forces with racist this, racism. Yeah, there's no he, definition of any of these terms. No, because he's never had to go that far. Nobody's ever had to. They just to all es- know what racism is. Yes, you've never had to establish the fundamentals of the argument. No, I say racism, you listen to me and you <laughs> applaud how bright I am and hand me Pulitzers. That's. And grant money. That's how it goes. Yeah. So it's so crazy how at least like with Howard Zinn or some of the other good tried and true Marxist, communist, academic wackos, uh, even you look at the old Buckley debates, William F. Buckley, mm-hmm. when he had a debate to Gore Vidal or, or um, James Baldwin, whatever, he was debating guys who had their bleep together. Right. He had to, when he, he debated um, Christopher Hitchens. Buckley mm-hmm. did. Hitchens was a young communist, you know, reprobate, you know, in the 70s, whatever. But he was a guy who had a foundation under his arguments. Right. He was a, it, it, he could, he could have citations and refer to uh, historic anti- anecdotes, etc. This flim flammery here, this is crazy. This is made to be entry level turnkey right exactly for the racism is redlining and implicit bias and black people can't get as good mortgages and mass incarceration and that's all we have that's like the extent of the argument and we've all heard all of it now so it's lost a little bit of its luster because there isn't a bigger you know, sort of conversation around this. Hi out there, by the way, to all the people watching on Patreon. We have some of our Patreon patrons watching live. Feel free to leave us a comment in the chat, on the YouTube chat, or wherever you do that. Say hi, and uh, we will say hi back. But um, that's something that we're doing for the the Patreon patrons is you can watch the show earlier oh. live. So they're watching live right now on Patreon. So say hi. Very cool. Hey, hi, where are you? This is great. Thank they're you very much for Patreon. signing up. That's we, awesome. We really appreciate that. I don't look at the camera much, but thank you very much for taking the time. And I, can I look at anything? Can, are I they, don't know. Are they allowed to talk to us? They are allowed to talk to us on the chat. So I'm watching, but nobody's talked to us yet. So, But hi out there. Alice, you don't have Alice, to talk back to us on the chat. Can they see each other? No. But they can, I mean, they can see each other's comments on the chat. So okay. I don't know. So if I try but. to make comments up. They'll be able to tell they'll I'm know. making it. Yeah, Dang they'll know. It. But there's no comments yet. But you know, if you don't feel like commenting, that's cool too. I don't Whatever. know why. Why I don't know why you wouldn't be inside looking at a, this particular podcast on a beautiful June day. Well, you know. By the way, I have never been so freaking hot as I was today, Alice. It was if really I don't hot die today. tonight, then <laughs> being fat is not an, an ailment. We've all been lied to. Okay, well, that's what the fat activists say, actually, is that being fat is not an ailment, that it's just the bias in the medical industry against fat people, the fat phobia 
amongst doctors that leads to fat people getting less than optimal medical care because you're being discriminated. Correct. Correct. And fat that's apartheid. why fat people die more is not because being fat is unhealthy, but because doctors discriminate against them. Correct. So there you Correct. go. Correct. I want, uh, yes, I want my pithy <laughs> slogan written on a boulevard, a th- thoroughfare in Washington District in Columbia. Yeah, but I mean, it's funny because you and I were talking this weekend just offline about how, how like this theory about systemic racism just doesn't hold up. Like it doesn't withstand even the tiniest scrutiny. Like you and I aren't part of a whiteness culture i mean sure yes in the united states there are slightly different overlapping cultures between like white americans and black americans there are certain things that are like aspects of black american culture like Mm -hmm. the barbershop thing and like you know hip-hop culture and i mean there's stuff and there's overlap there right like obviously like it's not totally separated but there's there's certainly like different cultural experiences although let's go back to you saying there's crossover there mm-hmm. because there is crossover there a lot like the barbershop thing is also like a white southern barbershop thing well but i would the, argue that a lot of aspects of what we consider like black american culture a lot of it is tied to southern culture like southern redneck culture right like there's, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of commonalities there uh yes Yes, I won't. I don't want. I don't want to say any because I don't want to get in yeah, trouble. Yeah, exactly. But, it can't, we can't mention right, but, any of the things. But the sharp, but, 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 but there have been mm-hmm. like, like there is in the in the pop culture there have been movies about the black barbershop with like Queen Queen Latifah's in a bunch of these, right? A couple of right. These. And there's also um, uh, Steel Magnolias, right? Which is a white barbershop with Shirley MacLaine and uh, and Julia Roberts and some other people. Um, uh, which a movie I've seen way too many times. I've never seen it. You haven't seen Steel Magnolias? Nope. Oh, it's great. Nope. Alice, see it. It's know. a movie that doesn't really offend. Okay. I don't know how it holds up now. Yeah, I don't know. I but um, but yeah. So we were talking about this. How yeah, there are like slightly different cultural experiences. There's also cultural experiences that are different in America based on class or based on region or based on lots of things. Right, like. You know, and those differences might even be deeper than any in America based on race. However, then you can take a look and you can see that you or I culturally have way more in common than with any black American in America than we do with like a Swedish person or even like someone in England. You know, like we have more in common with the black American today than we do with the white founders of the country. We don't have mm-hmm. some like shared whiteness culture with them. There are a thousand things that are way more important about our cultural experience in America. Things that are shared more with black Americans today than than we share with like the founders, quote unquote, or any other white people in other white areas of the world or that black people share with black people in Africa or anywhere else. There's just not there. Like, the whole whiteness concept just doesn't hold up to any scrutiny. Like, whiteness isn't a thing. Like, we don't, you know, meet people from Germany and we're like, ah, yes, our shared whiteness. <laughs> like, you know, like, if it, it would be harder for you or me to assimilate to living in Germany than it would be to assimilate to living in a predominantly well, r- well, right. a also minority be- neighborhood. Right. And also because when people talk about racists here in America... Mm-hmm. You and I say 97% chance it's hyperbole and just used for political whatever. Right. In Germany, there are racists. 
There's some oh, of yeah. the real deal happening over there. And historically, there have been uh, uh, issues there, in case anybody hasn't heard. Okay, Dishy says people are commenting on the Patreon comments, so I should go to that post on Patreon and see oh. if they are. So there are people... So should I go over there? there? No. I don't want to... Yeah, I shouldn't talk about this. I don't want to exclude the people who are... Who are, are well, there's both. There's both. I'll normal. I'm confused as to what to do. So also, let me... So this is what I'll do. <clears throat> Let's talk about privilege. And mm. most of these points I stole from a very impressive guy on Twitter who was like in Prager okay, University. So it's saying that. Mm, What's okay, it saying? Go ahead. No, it's just, it's a technical issue. Hold on. It's a technical issue. Well, go how ahead. come Trishy can see it? Well, she's looking on YouTube, but it's telling people to go to YouTube, but it's not letting them do it on Patreon. Okay. But I'll fix that. So, anyway, you know, you and I have talked before about um, privilege, and that's one of the mm-hmm. things. It's a white privilege, white privilege. Uh, and it's one of these broad generalities. Mm-hmm. And so you say, all right, what is that privilege? What is white privilege exactly? And what other privileges? If there's white privilege, which is simply your skin color and the the um, the, uti- the the advantage you get simply because of skin pigment. So that's why in in that that's too thin and that's weak because we know that people aren't really judging you by your skin color people don't care people may be sizing you up and depending on where you are may say wait a second this uh fat white guy um you know may order more food uh than the the skinny other i don't know i don't know people can can you know do people's make an assessment based on visual and, and I'm sure skin color might be part of that depending on whatever. I don't think it's something that's done in a, at a serious level in the in this uh in these days times whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But other than that, what kind of other privileges are there? Well, there's um good genes privilege. You know, some yeah. people have just better genes. Some people There's tall privilege, there's, there's tall privilege, skinny privilege. There's skinny privilege. There's uh, handsome privilege, beautiful privilege, and like a good gene privilege might mean that you might be somebody who never gets cancer, doesn't have somebody in their line who gets cancer, never has to deal with that, never had to be around while somebody writhed in pain while uh, getting cancer treatments, you know, never had to have, you know, take that kick to the gut, or not just cancer, it could be anything, you know, any other ailment, etc. Um, you know, it, it could be Born in America privilege. That is certainly a privilege. If you're born in this country, you are privileged compared to people in the rest of the world. Uh, Two-parent family privilege. Now, isn't that Mm -hmm. probably the most premium privilege there is? The two-parent family privilege? Uh, Yeah, it seems to be a pretty uh, profound privilege when you look at how people do in life based on it. Well, right. And so if you're going to say, if you're if you're somebody who's one of, an activist or one of these anti-racist people, you'll say, well, the two-parent family privilege, the black people don't enjoy that privilege as much because of white people. Well, black people were enjoying that privilege much more 75 years ago than they are now. Uh, yeah. And you want to so. see... White people were also enjoying it more previously. Exactly. exactly. But more so black people. There's like that expression when, you know, America gets a cold, <laughs> black America gets a fever, right? Because... I mean, it's just a fact that the black community often suffers deeper right. effects from things, these things that happen. Right. Although in this particular case, uh, mm-hmm. this is great society stuff. So this is war on poverty, um, essentially torpedoed the uh, institution of marriage in the black com- black community, and it, 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 there has been a visible fall in livelihood. And well, vis- visible, um, visible. Um, 
you know, damage as a result of that for for a long time. And it's trackable and traceable. You can see it. And very few people suggest it's not so. Absolutely. So this kind of stuff is, is absolutely there. I mean, and so, so this is just not deep. This whole theoretical thing is just not deep. And so to, to thrive on it and, and act as if that's the most important thing going on, it's not the most important thing going on. And it's, it's a service to push people into this stuff. It's just, uh, 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 it's just ridiculous. So I want to go to some of the sound from earlier today. This is so much like, as we've been talking about, the craziness of this world. This is MSNBC, um, the uh, Tiffany Cross show. She's a young lady on MSNBC. She's a, a stupid human being. That's fine. And she's, they're talking about the crime spike. And they try to figure out exactly why the crime spike is spiking. So she's talking to Cheryl Dorsey, who's a liberal activist, used to be a LAPD cop. And listen to Tiffany Cross. Crime has been spiking. It's through the roof now for the last year. We all know why that is. We saw it happen in real time. So let's watch. For, 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 so we saw it happen in real time. Police have been defunded. Police have been reorganize, reorganized. Police have been hounded, brutalized, mistreated, mistreated, pilloried all over the place. Even just here in Boston, the MBTA, the 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 uh, T, the subway people, forbade the police from using their their cars from for for um to uh to act as security when to bring them to places when there's riots. So in colleges in Massachusetts, wouldn't let the police use their bathrooms. Police have been hounded and abused. So here's Tiffany Cross, not a genius, who asks uh, Dorsey why. We're talking about an uptick in crime. You just heard the rhetoric circa 1983 that's being, you know, repeated now. Um, Cheryl, I am a little concerned because I look, I know there are people in neighborhoods who have concerns about the violence they've seen. Um, it's interesting that this is happening at the time of defund the police. We have to get to the root of the problem. Why do you think we're seeing an uptick in crime happening right now? She doesn't have to ask that question. That is known. It's been written about everywhere. I just did a quick Google search. NPR and, and PBS and New York Times, they're writing about this. Some of them try to be cute and ask that same question, but people generally know why that's happening. I think it's a combination of things, and we have to understand that police officers are the, are the backbone, patrol particularly are the backbone of any police department. And this reminds me of back in the day when I was on LAPD, when officers' feelings were hurt and uh, they had the term blue flu, where officers openly talked about slow response to radio calls. You can, you can break a police chief <laughs> if response time is low, if you're not clearing crimes, if you're not responding to high priority calls, shootings in progress, murder, robbery. And so officers now we see across these 18,000 police departments are butthurt because, you know, they can't run willy nilly through a police department and abuse with reckless abandon. So they're stepping away. Can you imagine this Cretan saying this? Yeah. Uh, gee, I wonder why police officers aren't like rushing to go sign up for the police force when there's a bunch of people complaining and saying they're butthurt just because you're constantly attacking them day in, day out. Yeah, you Let's see. We call them names, tell them they're pigs and fascists. 
idiots and they're killing us constantly every day and say they're wantonly shooting black children in the streets for absolutely no reason except for they're a bunch of incorrigible racists. And now they are like not wanting to be police officers and not responding to our calls as quickly. It's so weird. Wow, they must be butthurt. <laughs> imagine, imagine the level of just absolute narcissism and like self-absorption that that requires to look at the police force that way like they owe it to you you've also had the police uh drawn back by uh by uh mayors over the last year the police taken out of the george floyd zone because no cops are allowed there because cops obviously are uh killers and uh in violent marauders Mm -hmm. cops taken away from chop pushed around in Portland all over the place you've 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 defanged the cops completely you have disparaged you have destroyed the morale of the cops you've destroyed the name of the institution altogether and you're wondering well what could it be oh their feelings are hurt lady and prosecuting them left and right just for trying to do their job and prevent our cities from being burned down and for some reason it's like they are not feeling as gung-ho about being police officers as usual they must be butthurt (laughs) i I mean like what do they think is gonna happen they all campaigned for a year on defunding the police and that police are racist police were founded as a racist institution they're part of you know they're slave catchers basically and that Mm -hmm. they just kill black people and that they're an existential threat to people's lives and then like they turn around and they're like wow they're so butthurt (laughs) i mean imagine I, it's unbelievable to me. It's a weird kind of victim blaming. <laughs> it really is. It's so odd. It really is. It, you know, it, like you, you said, you didn't want them, and now they're like, "What? Get out of here, you dregs, you filthy murderers! Just get out of here, leave." Yeah. Then all the murders, crime happens in the city, and like, where are they? Oh, they must be cowards. You just ordered them to, out. You just said that they were lesser than and to leave. You want them gone. Right, you said they're killing you and you want them the to blue go away. Flu. They showed up while you threw bottles at their heads. And that wasn't newsworthy. While you were putting cops in the hospital, shining lasers into their eyes. They showed up and took crap from your punk college students. You know, white women yelling at black cops, calling them Uncle Toms and calling them animals and racists and throwing crap at them. They showed up day after day. The blue flu was not around. They've kept mm-hmm. showing up. What's happening over there, Alice? Oh, no, I think I fixed the Patreon. That's all. Oh, good. From specialized units, too cowardly to quit outright the department, but they're stepping away from units. On- they're stepping away from specialized units, mm-hmm. like the riot unit. You know, when you get a, a brick thrown at your face and a piss-filled bottle thrown at the back of your head, they're stepping away from those units because they're cowards, this person says. I want, I'm all for this. I think the police should step away from big cities and let social justice heroes handle it, like CHOP and like Chaz and like the George Floyd area, where you couldn't go in because the sounds of gunfire, like it was, Fallujah would be everywhere, where a, a weird fascist warlords would decide what media gets in and out. Good, good. I want every city where they vote for a Democratic mayor to be run by warlords. Let have it. I'm done with the cities anyway. We moved up here to the boonies. You know, we look at goats now, and that's fine with yeah, me. I'm ready to go even more go to the boonies. To hell, time. you, <laughs> all of you, psychos. You brought this on yourself. The cowards, guess what? 
The butthurt protectors are leaving now. Bon chance, moron. On the Columbus Police Department, the rapid response team, an entire platoon of SWAT officers walked away in Miami. And so I don't think it's a coincidence. And listen, bad guys know that cops aren't responding, that yeah, they're not think? coming out when they're capering. And so I think it's a combination of things. What's your take on, um, I mean, do you really think there is... First of all, she says bad guys know when the, co- the cops are not responding. Right. They yeah, know exactly. because you declare that the cops won't be responding. The pl- the cops' bosses have declared they won't be responding. Not only that, there are more bad guys out in the streets because you woke geniuses, DAs, and civic community leaders have let the bad guys go. So they're all over the streets. It is remarkable, remarkable. And this idiot, this is, a, this is I'm not used to this much idiocy. This pure and uncut in my life. I'm not used to this much. I don't know if I can, if my bloodstream can take this much of it. So here, uh, so here's the follow-up question. And for this, I, I can't play because we're, oh, we're live streaming. I can't play any of my de-stressing music, unfortunately. Yeah, an uptick in crime. Uh, the way that Republicans are framing it. Do you really think there's more crime? The Republicans keep saying there is. Do you really think there is? It's everywhere that there is. It is known everywhere in the country that it is. Shootings are through the roof. Violent uh, violent uh, crime is through the roof. Stabbings are through the roof. Carjackings are through the roof. Stuff Carjackings were a thing that went away after a while. I don't necessarily think that there's an uptick in crime. And, and I, I can tell you that I know firsthand, you know, statistics can be manipulated. And so I think that this is, again, what... What officers- Statistics are being manipulated. That's what's happening here. Mm-hmm. It's being manipulated. Officers, police departments, police chiefs, those who are savvy, try to do is pull back, make communities suffer just a little bit so you'll miss that heavy-handedness. What an ugly, ugly, ugly human being. What a horrible thing to say. Those overzealous cops who are abusing their authority in your communities, and then when you cry uncle, they come back times 10 with more militarization, more heavy-handed. So they'll come back and you'll complain again now that they're back. You complain when they're there, you complain when they leave, you complain when they come back. They cannot win. If you're a cop, please look into retirement and just get out of the city or move up to a a nice town like the town where people appreciate the police. Elephant hunters who are now preying on an unsuspecting public. Wow, can you imagine? Yeah, preying on them. Elephant hunters. Mm-hmm. That's um, Media Research Center grabbed that piece, by the way. Thank you very much. You got these guys; they do an excellent job of grabbing a lot of stuff. It's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It just the nerve is. I don't even know what to say. Don't know what to say. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the their whole thing is completely just out of line and and wild and and they like make their whole thing based on like demonizing the other side into positions that they don't even have it's like all straw men all the way down like elephant hunters preying on vulnerable feet like it's just all made up stuff i don't know i get so frustrated with it and this is like a bit of a topic shift but i like i'm so tired of like the critical race theory thing in schools and people saying like they don't even teach critical race theory in schools it's all made up you're just all making things up like what a straw man it just like 
you know what you're doing. You're teaching what you're teaching. People don't like it. And you turn around and say it's pretend. You know, it's not even happening. We're not even doing that. It's just complete like fabrication of everything from top to bottom. Like the positions of the people on the opposite side. They can't be honest about it at all. It's unbelievable. I'm so frustrated. And like, I know Ron DeSantis is getting a ton of press because he's been like doing all this stuff, the critical race theory stuff and this and that. But like, the attacks on him are really just getting egregious. Like watching this stuff about the building in Florida, the building that fell down. Um, and, and, and they don't know why yet. I mean, there's like a lot of possible reasons why this could happen. I've been following this because I find it really scary that like a whole building can just like all of a sudden fall down. It's like crazy to me. It's terribly tragic that this happened. You know, probably over a hundred people are dead. They don't know yet, but it, I mean, it's like unbelievable that this could happen in America, that a whole skyscraper would just like to the ground, bam. And in nine seconds, I think the whole thing happened. But of course, liberals are already blaming, guess who, for it falling down? Who personally made it fall down, Tom? Trump? Guess. No, not Trump. Uh, DeSantis? DeSantis. Right. Death Santis made the building fall down. He did. Because do you know why? Because he passed deregulation in 2019. See? Uh, did he? Oh, sorry about and that. Do you know what he was deregulating in 2019? Uh, building structure safety? Oh, um, sorry. No, nail salon licensing. So nail technician licensing um, is was, uh, was they, deregulated. Was there an earmark for uh, building? No, but he, deregu- he deregulated stuff in 2019, okay? And then a yes. building fell down in 2021. Coincidence? I mean, the building might have been built 40 years ago, but do you think it's a coincidence that he deregulated nail techs in 2019 and then the building fell down in 2021? Mm, We'll see. He's also being attacked because he did not uh, sign the emergency declaration so that FEMA could come in until the next day. So WAPO had like a big article about how like he personally made sure to delay the emergency crews coming to the building to rescue people. Was this because to run for president so he wouldn't accept Biden's help so it doesn't so he can maybe who knows I don't know what the what the theory of the thing is why Ron except that just Ron DeSantis likes people dying or something I don't know so yeah it goes without saying um so but as it turns out he was waiting for the emergency declaration from the county and after they declared an emergency he declared an emergency within an hour of them declaring an emergency but it flows from top to bottom the county declares it then the state then the federal right. on the so, building that he himself had rigged with explosives <laughs> exactly by deregulating in 2019 right. so uh yeah the the like level of attacks that's just what bothers me is it's just like so disingenuous and insane i mean somebody sent me the thing this week and they were like wow is it true that ron DeSantis is like making all college professors and students register all their political beliefs with the state yes have you seen well, this article no i know he has done that but that's just so he can separate some and exterminate them <laughs> stop no they were like because wow that's like kind of crazy like i wouldn't want to have to register my beliefs with them just because i'm a student at a university no with the the moment is- I saw Alyssa Milano say fascist, I thought, okay, well, this obviously is not what it seems to be. <laughs> 
what the law is that he passed that they're characterizing this way is that they've mandated that state universities have to give out a survey each year to students and staff that asks them how they feel about like freedom of expression on campus and if all views are represented or if they feel like they can like comfortably speak their mind and political views on campus. <coughs> you know what I don't like, else. What don't you like? I have a new pet peeve, else. You know what occupation of people I hate? This may get me in trouble. Okay. Yes. Um, Who are you communicating with? Are we back on with our I'm patrons? talking to Dishy. She's on YouTube what, what she right say? now. She's How talking to us to see people? if the stream is working or not, but the Patreon one is not, but... Um, but I think I might have fixed that, but they can see it on a private YouTube on Patreon, link. Somebody which says, is Morgan said, it's on. Trish said, yes, hooray. Four okay, minutes ago. Yay. Okay, so I fixed it. All right, guys. Well, shoot. Uh, get that man some AC, says Morgan. I know, Morgan, I'm working on it. That's true. Don't even I'm get me started. To- <laughs> Don't <laughs> even get me trouble. started. I'm in big trouble at this house because the third floor AC is not working, and the sec- this is the second floor AC that I need. Okay, whatever. It's the but, third but and second floor. Because AC. I because I dared to, you know, before I hit fifty, want to try to see what it was like to be an adult and not have forty-seven window units of AC in. Last year, while we had we were forced to do a big deletting thing, um, uh, as part of the loan, we could do home improvement. So I asked for a central air conditioning. So the central air conditioning to this floor. So we got rid of all the window units. So the central air conditioning lasted from really last uh, fall till last uh, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's it. So I no longer have central air. I had it for about two weeks. It was incredible. Nice and nice. We had it at the I end of last summer. Exactly. I had it all the fall, during the winter. It worked. There were like nothing else in the world. It was incredible. But now it doesn't work. I've had it less than a year. I don't know what it's like. I'm dying up here. I'm here four days a week, uh, five days a week as well, on the, uh, the terrestrial radio where I'm in utter hell. And yes, it is, uh, it, is not, it is not great. It is Alice's fault. She will admit. <laughs> I'm not mean enough to the HVAC techs, I guess. I don't have your force of personality to make people do things for me, One of the problems is, is that the HVAC machine is in the kids' playroom, and the kids' playroom is a total hellhole because- It's I, not anymore. It was. It was a, a super fun site until yesterday because our kids are slobs. A super fun site of like- Legos and right. stuff, okay. not of like actual With not, uh, biohazard I, material. I wish it were anthrax, so I could just go up there and lay in it. <laughs> but uh, so yes, yeah, so 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 now the stuff's out of the way. So now somebody could come in feasibly, but the guy who's supposed to has ghosted us. So we don't have any HVAC guy. I've got a beautiful, pristine, barely out of the package unit outside a big square thing with a propeller in it that is not moving right now it just mm-hmm. sits there it's essentially a drink holder or whatever you want okay. it to be i think so that is my life morgan thank fix. you very much thank you yes i am extremely hot there's a fan over there it doesn't blow into this room it's 111 degrees i've been outside planting plants well uh alice has been the executive producer of many other podcasts today <laughs> We recorded two episodes of Murder on the Millennial Express today. But thank you. I do have this delicious, oh, I guess it's gone, Mick Ultra Infusions Pomegranate and Agave Light Lager with Real Fruit and Natural co- It's really, 
it's a perfect beerish kind of thing for today. <sighs> Where was I? Huh. Oh, oh, you know who I hate? Who else do you hate? What do you mean who else do I hate? I've only, this is my first person I hate today. And this has to do with somebody, <laughs> an occupation of a person. I thought you already hated me because no. I didn't fix the AC or something. No, your, your slow attempt to assassinate <laughs> me is, it does not break my love for you. No, I still love you. That's fine. I mean, you're trying to kill me and torture me. That's fine. I understand. I would too. At one point, Leia strangled Jabba with a chain. And nobody blamed her for it else. <laughs> Nobody's going to blame me for this. So here's who I hate. I hate all hammer throwers. All hammer throwers. Not just the trans ones? Wait, is that person a trans? Person? No, is that? No, it's not, I guess. No. Okay, sorry. Dateline. It's the weightlifters and the hurdle jumpers who are trans, I guess, in the Olympics news. I didn't even know the Olympics were on. Uh, to be honest, I <laughs> They're have... not yet. This is trials. Oh, it's is that in Tokyo is? later. Oh, good. I can't wait. Um, so here's... Uh, where the hell is this, the... Is it this? Okay. It's an AP story. Hammer thrower Gwen Berry turned away from the flag during the national anthem on the podium at the U.S. trials. She then draped her black T-shirt with the words activist athlete emblazoned on the front over her head. Mm. And you can see her here with a little puss on her face with a weird, uh, weird, I'm different um, lipstick thing. Hap- I assume that means that my whiteness is, I don't know. It's anti I don't know. But she's salty because she ha- because they played the anthem when she didn't want them to because when she God was forbid getting her medal. you be some God forbid you be somebody in your twenties or thirties who has absolutely lived off the fruits of this country and been blessed and sp- overspoiled by this country. God forbid then when you get a moment in the spotlight you're not a total freaking a hole and self centered <laughs> pos. So I hate her. So su- I hate her. Okay. And I don't care about anybody's color or anything like that. She's a terrible person. A terrible mm-hmm. person. And she, of course, she was happy to embrace all, all the things that this country did for her. All the things that this country did for her to put her in this position where she gets to go be an athlete and gets brought around the world forever. And and, and she's so principled, made such a principled stand that she will not, uh, she does not want the national anthem of the United States, the country... That spoiled her to death and gave her this. She does not want that play because it hurts her feeling. Her principled stance is uh, is is a counter to that ever happening. Emily meanwhile, says she hates her too, Tom. Good, good, Emily. You're right. Meanwhile, her principled stance will be on pause when she cashes every fucking check out there from every sponsor, from Nike and Adidas and Converse, and everybody else is going to absolutely give her a tongue bath because they're cowards. Her principled stance will allow her to absolutely accept money from every capitalist United States racist institution. She'll be happy to do that. That's fine. But when she's on the TV, she has to be a total jerk. God, wretched jerk. Why don't you, you know what she should she'd be great for? Mm-hmm. Maybe Victoria Secret Angel. Maybe she'll be a good one. Put her next to Rapinoe so you can have two total a-holes next to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, F, you know another thing? F the hammer throw. What the frig is that? Hammer throw. Hammer that's throw. A, that's a, I that is know. a sports I, I think thro- doesn't uh our friend and good listener uh coach throwing in track and field like all the throwing things? I don't think he does the hammer throw. But I don't no, know what he's that a is, good really. ha- no, hammer throw we'll is for drunk later. dudes in a backyard party. Like chucking an axe. It's the same thing. <sighs> Yeah, no, but we're we're like on a 
tear of Olympians behaving badly because, like, first of all, we have a bunch of people who now qualify for the Olympics who are trans. So, like, trans Olympian Chelsea Wolf, who's qualified for the USA BMX freestyle team as a transgender I'm going to send you this rider. picture. Are you able to try to put this on the screen, else? Um, I can try and put a picture I'm gonna put on you, the screen. I, just, I want, instead of me, I want this person's picture on the screen. Okay, I'll give it a shot, sweetie. Um, Look at this. You... So she says she's going to burn the flag on the podium if she wins. Wait, this, how is this, this person sanctioned by the United States? Oh, wait, no. That's, wait. that's transgender Olympian Chelsea Wolf. Oh, that's a different who's Olympian. Who's the BMX. Trans, she's like the BMX freestyle okay. rider Olympian. So whatever Chelsea, that man or woman is. Mm-hmm. Why are we sanctioning this person? She said she's going to burn the flag. Why are we she wants to win the Olympics so she can burn a U.S. flag on the podium. That's what she said. That would be a shame if she were mistakenly fully <laughs> immolated during that uh, 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 that procedure. So where did angry. you send me the picture? Um, I sent it on by text. By text. Okay, I'll take a look. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Phil, please. I don't want to play any of this audio. It's too weird. We've hit peak stupid right now. So speaking of the Olympics, by the way, Biden was supposed to go to the Olympics, but mm-hmm. he's not, and Jill is going instead of him. Um, That's probably for the best at this point. I don't want him whispering at the Japanese. <laughs> <sighs> God. <sighs> All right. Okay. It's, do I dare? Do I play, dare play more of this audio? God dang it. I don't want to, Alice. All right. I'll, okay. Okay. All right, I'll find one. P- okay, all right. Well, I'll find. I'm gonna play Stelter. I'm gonna play Stelter. Okay, so. let's go to Stelter. I'm gonna play Stelter. Everything's fine. I'm not allowed to play the Bill Withers music because I'm not allowed to. I'll get flagged for copyright because of. Uh, We're analysis. live streaming. Yep. Live streaming. That's fine. Can play it next week. <sighs> that's fine. That's fine. Also, let me know if there are any messages. Anybody needs any advice? If you have any questions for me, hey Alice, ask mm-hmm. me anything, right? Okay. Right? Are you listening to me? I am putting up your picture. Oh, good. For now on, I don't want me. Uh, I don't want a, a, a an instance of me at all on YouTube. I only want that picture. You only want that picture yes. all the time. So this is some idiot talking with Brian Stelter about the media. Brian Stelter, of course, is the dumb at CNN. Also a fat, a dumb. I didn't do another um, uh, thing today, Alice. Substack okay. because I have no time in the world. Okay. I will do it tomorrow. Okay. I've got a good idea. It'd probably be Brian Stelter. This is uh, somebody asking Brian Stelter. It's so interesting. He calls himself like, "I'm the media. I'm the media expert at CNN," and, and people like treat him like that. I mean, how wretched do you have to be? So this is guy. This guy acts. Okay, act- here's your picture. I'm putting up your picture now of the Olympians. <coughs> Good. And your hammer thrower. Good. So being here- mad about it. So you just want that picture up now, and you don't want us anymore. Well, for you know, the people want to look at you, so we can put that. You may still objectify Alice. I will be. <laughs> Hiding here's here's, here's I'm putting you back. The one minute we have left, and it okay, comes from John comes from John Chase in Massachusetts. How can citizens be educated to question propaganda and think critically? And answer that in one minute. It obviously begins early. It begins with students. It begins in the classroom. But I think it also has a lot to do with news literacy programs. And we have seen a lot of investment in media and news literacy uh, with groups of the News Literacy Project trying to instill these values. At the end of the day, we all need to eat a healthy, balanced media diet. That's why I pay for the- Hold on. 
He just said at the end of the day, we all need to eat a healthy, balanced media diet. Yeah, I personally feel that he should stay away from the healthy, balanced diet metaphors. That's another fat phobic shot by you. <laughs> That's fine, Alice. Here we go. I just want to get ready for this. this okay, is, I'm ready. What does a healthy, balanced diet consist of? Values. At the end of the day, we all need to eat a healthy, balanced media diet. That's why I pay for the Washington Post and the LA Times, right? <laughs> I want to hear the California perspective. I also want to know what's happening in Washington. And I yeah, yeah, okay. Can you imagine the healthy, balanced diet? Mm-hmm. The far progressive, radical progressive wokesters on the LA Times and the radical progressive uh, wokester Marxists uh, in the Washington Post. I got both sides. Yeah, it's balanced. It's healthy. There you go. Mm-hmm. Both kinds of Marxism are fully represented when, when my healthy diet. That's what I do. That's my diet, and that's what I stick to, and that's how I make sure that I disseminate news to you and all of us at CNN do and all the regular media does because the whole world is effing stupid, and that's why you have idiot, ungrateful, piece crap, hammer throwers uh, being salty and uh, complaining that the, that the song that plays when they get a pat in the head by the country that brought them up and spoiled them uh, happens. All right, we will catch you all later. Um, We are going to, for the Patreon viewers, pop back over and do the after show live as well. So we'll see you all in a minute if you're on Patreon. Um, But if you're not, we will see you tomorrow. It's been another fun Burn Barrel podcast. You can find Uh, By the way, guys, thank you very much. Uh, for the folks who aren't on Patreon, thank you very much. And I'm sorry I'm rip bleep, but this is a rip bleep situation. It is hot out. Have a beer or, or a seltzer or a cold water or something, and we'll just breathe and get through this. I am a, I am a rip bleep, Alice. I'm going to be more rip bleep when we get to Patreon. I'm going to be no holds barred. <laughs> I'm going working blue. Um, but it's been good to see you. You can always find us five days a week on our normal places, burnbarrelpodcast.com, YouTube, all those good places. We'll always be there five days a week for everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye.